because it's hard to share things, mm-hmm. that is what makes you strong. Yeah. Is being yeah. able to share them and, p- mm-hmm. and push through that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say that, like, quarantining and, like, being at home has helped you, like, self-reflect on that? That is a very good question. <laughs> I, give me a second to think about it. Okay, because can I, I'll bounce off that. Yeah. Because, like, for me, it was maybe I didn't acknowledge the loss as much before mm-hmm. or seeing my mom at a lower point. Yeah. But then when you have time to yourself and you have nothing to do and you're bored and you get with your thoughts, that's mm-hmm. what people say when you're bored and, you know, you're lonely, you get with yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. You kind of... dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> Hello guys, welcome back to I Can Relate. Today in the studio, it's me, Chidera. And Devin LeJean. And Aaliyah Zam. And Calvin Werner. So today we're going to be talking a lot about um, loss and even grief. Um, recently, we know our community has faced a lot of loss when it comes to um, students and people and so many other situations within our lives. Um, and I think that we all decided that this would be a really important episode to just sit, di- sit down and talk about um, loss, how to get over loss, how to deal with grief, and how to move on from these situations. Absolutely. You know, loss is something that everyone experiences, especially this past year. You know, we had COVID-19. Mm-hmm. There was so much loss when it comes to even being around your friends. You lost yeah. an opportunity. Work, you know, so mm-hmm. many people are jobless now, even to this day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, what really is loss to you all? What does that mean? Um, so that's a really good question. And I feel like loss, and I think we were talking about this the other day, has so many different um, layers to it. Um, but I feel like for me, as an individual, loss means something, it, it, I think something that is so normal in my everyday life, because I think that's what is the biggest impact when it comes to loss, something like a friend, mm-hmm. a job, school, um, you know, something that I do every day or I see every day, and it's gone. Yeah, it's, it's like the loss of something that's very meaningful yeah, to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think that emotional aspect is the most important thing, you know. Anyone can die or anything mm-hmm. can, you know, end and mm-hmm. it won't matter to you. But it's being emotionally connected to it that yeah. is what matters most and what impacts you. Mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like this past um, period of time with COVID-19, I felt like for a second I lost a sense of self, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah secluded from Mm -hmm. everyone else I felt like I could literally like just like um, this is over exaggerated but like die in my own room yeah so Mm -hmm. like this is my own setting Mm -hmm. you know and definitely with that as well um branching off that I think last year was difficult for everyone but especially for individuals who are so used to going out and just like enjoying everything possible and like you know I, I wouldn't really call myself a homebody I'm definitely not that as mm-hmm. an individual so I completely agree with you Jadera like having to be home so often and just like be in my room or be in my house was kind of like a culture shock for me in a sense because that's just not something I'm used to or my family in general honestly yeah and it's a loss of self because when you're like by yourself for so long and you're not with in your normal setting mm-hmm. you kind of lose like who you are what you enjoy or yeah. what you would normally do in a day yeah, I was going to kind of touch on that same point is, you know, a lot of the things that make up who we are, whether it's, you know, identity markers or things that we're interested in, were kind of taken away from us. You know, people who, let's say, do sports, and that's just like their entire lives, that's gone. Mm-hmm. Imagine that for like a whole year, you know? Yeah. And we can go on and on about the different effects of the pandemic, but specifically um, in our community, we had a loss that um, we experienced. If one of you guys want to talk about that. Yes, yeah, so this past 
week or so, a student at Lee Summit West actually died in a car accident. He was a friend to many, mm -hmm. an acquaintance of Devin and ours. And I feel like it was such a moment of, whoa, yeah. our a reality shock. Yes, we mm -hmm. are not invincible. I yeah. feel like, I don't know, Devin, could you agree with me on that? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it just felt like our reality just froze for mm -hmm. a second. Mm -hmm. We're like, whoa, we're actually, it made me feel like I'm actually alive right now. Yeah. Like the I don't know, what do you think? So I think what... Wait, so this past couple of weeks, or this past week, a student in our community passed away and he died from a car accident. And I know for myself it felt like, whoa. Mm -hmm. It was, I just remember hearing that news and being so like shocked, so scared, so yeah. like, wow. It mm -hmm. was just so crazy to me. And you know, death is something that's inevitable. It's something that we're all going to deal with. But when it's like right now, at, it almost feels like our prime time. Yeah, just like absolutely. Experiencing life. And I feel like, um, especially after graduation, which I think is a really important thing to bring up, um, you know, I feel like after graduation, especially after this year for seniors, it was such a hard and difficult time. And then to be finally done, like, oh my God, we like did this year, we're over, it's on to the next thing. Everyone's excited for college, everyone's excited for summer. And then this um, loss happened and it's like, oh, you know, you kind of like brings you back to reality for a little bit. Um, Cause I definitely completely agree that Talking for myself from an individual standpoint, you know, I was definitely on like cloud nine for, and, and still am, you know, but still, um, you know, after graduation, after reading graduation and after doing all these amazing things um, and seeing the situation happen and seeing how much it affected our community, I was like, oh, wow, like, you know, I should probably take a second to just chill out for a little bit and, and see, you know, tell my friends I love them and be appreciative for the people I have because these situations kind of put you back to reality a little bit. Right. And I love what you just said about telling telling everyone you love them and stuff. I was mm -hmm. just gonna ask like what would you guys do experiencing such a big loss like that? I know for myself, um, this individual I wasn't necessarily super close with, mm -hmm. but when it comes to people who are like your loved ones, yeah. a part of your clan, your community, what what do you do to deal with that? Mm -hmm. I think the most important thing to remember is that it, there's no right way and everyone yeah. does it differently. Absolutely. And a lot of aspects come into that, whether it's culture, how you were raised, um, just like you as an individual also mm -hmm. pay, plays a part in that. Yeah. But generally I, normally I always have to like take myself back. I need to just, I need some time to mm -hmm. either, I don't even need to see my family members to be honest. I yeah. just need my own space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, I definitely think that we kind of view things or think of, you know, the way we're, there's like a, a way we're supposed to respond to death yeah. or mm -hmm. just any tragic mm -hmm. event, but death mm -hmm. specifically, you know, you have to cry, you have to yes, yeah. ball out, like you have to fall on the floor and all that. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. just really not the way that a lot of people respond mm -hmm. to yes. anything, you know? Yeah. I just really think it's important to sort of in that stigma or like that social expectation, absolutely. you know, and really yeah. accept that this is something that happens yeah. to everyone. Acknowledging it, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. It's yes. just something that you're going to have to deal with, whether it's like a loved one or friend or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really figure out what that looks like for you and mm -hmm. accept that, you know? Absolutely. And something that just reminded me of, and Ali, you touched on this earlier with um, losing your sense of self. I love the Red Table Talk on um, Facebook with Willow Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, mm -hmm. and um, Jada Pinkett Smith's mom. And they just released a past episode where Willow Smith was interviewing 
Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter. Yeah. And she was kind of talking to her about her loss with her dad, mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to, she was like 12 years old at the time, so yeah. going through puberty and all this stuff without mm-hmm. having her dad, who was her yes. primary um, mm-hmm. parent, she didn't live with her mom, she mm-hmm. didn't, you know? So it was just so interesting seeing how people are dealing with loss, but in the spotlight, you know, you have yeah. millions of people who are watching you deal with that loss. I can't even imagine how hard that must mm-hmm. be because dealing with loss alone and not having 10 million people look at you is already hard enough. So yeah. having this huge platform mm-hmm. where you're having to, you know, yeah, just I don't know. You, you know? have to like give updates on how what yes. you're doing, what you're, exactly. yeah, how you're yeah. feeling, and um, not only that, you're being judged throughout mm-hmm. everything you mm-hmm. do. Like, why'd you go mm-hmm. get coffee? Because yeah. your dad just pa- like you know, it's like you're you're being watched like it's a hawk. Exactly. It's like why are you still continuing to live your life? Almost it seems like are we not supposed to get better? I feel yeah. like something else about grief and loss that a lot of people don't speak about is that. Um, it kind of affects everyone. So, for example, Dara, you keep talking about, you know, this person that we lost recently. Um, you know, I wasn't super close with. Dara wasn't super close with. We obviously knew this individual. Um, but it really hurts to see some of our closer friends who were closer with that person be so hurt and be so sad because these are people who we love very much. And, like, obviously we're so sad that this, that this person, you know, lost their life. But just seeing our friends... Um, who are normally like super happy, like funny, outgoing individuals be so hurt and kind of see a different side of them. Um, you know, when it, once again, when it comes to grief and loss, there's so many layers and there's so many aspects to it. And really, I think Calvin, you mentioned this the other day, like you can't sit down and talk about everything when it comes yeah. to these situations because and it's so much. We should get into those layers yeah. because I feel like you can experience loss indirectly. I Absolutely. Remember, um, when a fellow debate member mm-hmm. passed away yeah. and a great friend to Devin mm-hmm. our sophomore year. I wasn't necessarily close with the individual, but I was one of Devin's best friends. Yeah. You know, seeing someone who's super close to you experience mm-hmm. such a great loss, it's yeah. like, how, how, what are my emotions in this sense? Yes. What am I, how do I help this individual yeah. deal with loss? But I mm-hmm. also feel like I'm somewhat dealing with the loss. Yeah. yeah. Going off of that, the friend that we lost that we weren't exactly that close to, mm-hmm. but were acquaintance with or yeah. just seen him mm-hmm. uh, in general like I didn't know him at all I didn't know who he was before this mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I still went to his memorial site and the fact that he was a student that you know I could have known or the fact that he was in our school yeah like at one point we were in the same building mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time I still went to the site and cried and let out mm-hmm. emotions whether that was well it was for his loss because that's what bring it there yeah. but yeah. that may not be because you know, like, we had a yeah. close relation. Exactly. And, I, and I, love, I love that you did that because for some reason I feel like loss, in, at the end of the day, brings all of us together. It makes Absolutely. all of us feel connected yeah. at the end of the day. Even though you weren't necessarily best friends with him, you still feel, feel some sort of connection with that individual because, mm-hmm. you know, you are in the same community. Yeah. yeah. And I think something that is great about the community that we live in is... Um, a lot of people are very intertwined. You know, there's so many people from so many different schools and so many different areas within this place that we live in who know each other. And I think not only that, it's just dealing with loss a few years ago, you know, like the situation that Derek just brought up, um, it it helps me help others with their loss and their grief that they're going through because that was a very difficult time for me, um, especially being so young and then kind of, um, I mean, I'm an individual that deals with my issues on my own, so kind of going through that, not on my own as if I didn't have anyone there, because I did, but, like, dealing with those big problems by myself, um, and then being able to understand, like, what to do and what not to do, and I think something that I understood, like, 
when the situation happened was like Devin, you cannot allow your emotions to like kind of be built up and kept in because that's kind of who I am as an individual. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was something that's really important for everyone to know like it's okay to cry, it's okay to also be happy. Like Calvin was saying, like not happy that someone is lost, but like Calvin said earlier, there's so many different ways to deal with grief and loss and deal with those ways that you feel is best. And I think that's what's really important, but like the biggest thing is deal with them. Yes, I think that death is definitely, you know, it has a ripple effect, like yeah. you guys were saying. And then, you know, kind of to touch on what Devin was saying, it can also really be a proxy for human connection and mm -hmm. perspective, you yeah. know? You know, while death is tragic, it also is the beginning, you know? Everything that dies, there's mm -hmm. also a birth, you know? And mm -hmm. things change. And, you know, like I said, while it is sad, it really can show us or teach us to be grateful for the connections that we do have and to, you know, um, fortify those connections. Yeah. More, so. And I think something that uh, we're kind of touching on a little bit, but we're not using this word, is just the stigma around grief, loss, and death. You know, um, exactly what you said earlier, Calvin, I think this was amazing that a lot of people think that there are, like, set ways to deal with death, you know, these set ideas. And that's just not you know, accurate. There's so many different ways to not only deal with grief and loss, but so many other aspects of human life that, you know, it's not a cookie cutter, oh, you do this and you do this and you do this. And, you know, I think I said this in our last meeting that, you know, grief, loss in these situations are not linear. There's a lot of, you know, being good one day and the next day you feel horrible or being great for a month and then one day you just feel kind of different. You know, there's so many different ways to deal with these issues and problems. Or something triggers that to where you're like... Absolutely. You remember a loss or you remember something that they may have done and mm -hmm. then you go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. I also think that the type of death, there's a huge stigma around that, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Whether it's, you know, being killed, killing yourself, mm -hmm. um, you know, dying of mm -hmm. a certain medical... I feel like there's a lot of or a, a lack of conversation around that and like a lot of judgment, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. And not even that, but there's even a stigma around the way certain genders deal with loss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We want men to be aggressive if they don't win a game or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get mad. Mm -hmm. we, we want, it, that's not necessarily what we want, but yeah. that's how society sees mm -hmm. men as getting, mm -hmm. as dealing with their emotions. Yeah, like know? men don't cry. Yes, as far as women, we think they need to, they're like, oh, we're so sad, but mm -hmm. it's, it's, sometimes it can be the complete opposite. Absolutely. And I think that it's just, it just comes down to how you manage your emotions to me, mm -hmm. I feel like. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there should not be a cookie cutter, we, you touched on this, Devin, there is not a cookie cutter way to deal with these issues yeah, exactly yeah and not only the way you deal with your emotions the way you were raised and mm -hmm. where you were raised yeah, plays an absolutely. aspect into that absolutely. as to how much you're willing to share yeah or how you're how you're gonna agree mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. and Devin I love how you said that you don't you like to deal with your emotions on your own mm -hmm. but you know that you still have a community at the end absolutely of the day yeah yeah so it's not like you are trying to like you know shield myself yes, and, yeah but it's like you need to take a step mm -hmm. back and reevaluate, and that's yeah. not a problem. You know, if you're going through an issue, I know sometimes for myself, it's taking me. I'm what 18 years old now. It's taking me, taken me, probably these last two years. I feel like I've yeah. spent so much time learning how to open up and absolutely like, yeah. pull down barriers, absolutely. even by doing this, having understanding my voice. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and I think that that's what everyone needs to just understand that they understand their power yeah mm -hmm. and I think with that like understanding your power is also understanding yourself uh growing up I 
you know, am a very strong woman and situations that I've dealt with are kind of different than others. And it's allowed me to understand that like, yes, I'm strong and yes, I'm confident, but like, it's also okay to be emotional. And, you know, once again, like, I think Calvin, you also were touching on this the last meeting, like, um, when it comes to loss in these situations, there's also so much good that comes from them. And I think, you know, kind of coming from personal perspective, when that situation happened to me, my sophomore year, my really close friend uh, happened to die. Um, it allowed me to find a different aspect of myself, you know, and find a different perspective and understand like this is, because I've never really dealt with loss like that before. Mm -hmm. So being able to understand and to grow from that situation was Obviously, I wish like that situation never happened, but because it did happen, you know, that's something I cannot change and will never be able to change. It allowed me to see a different side of myself and understand that, okay, like if I got through this, I can get through anything else, honestly. I feel like we all had that moment. Like for me, that moment was maybe two, three years ago where I had never dealt with loss, but then I dealt with it three, four times in a row. It mm -hmm. was literally one, wow. one yeah. somebody passes, all different reasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, one was through medically. Yeah. One was through, um, we're not really sure about the other one, but you know, mm -hmm. just having it repet having to never deal with it, but knowing that it was a thing. Yeah. I was always aware that that was, it's a possibility. It's bound mm -hmm. to happen, mm -hmm. but having to deal with it repetitively, I kind of realized like, listen, I was able to show my emotions, whether yeah. in the way that I deal, which for me personally is like, is like you, which, mm -hmm. uh, where I just, I'm to myself. And if I need some time, I, like, go on a walk. Like, this is what I do. Yeah. But I was there to be – I was able to be there for friends and family when mm -hmm. they were literally at their lowest point. Yeah. Right. So seeing that Which you can amazing. do that. Yeah. Like, can you walk us through your emotions, like, through that process? You're, you're facing loss after loss after yeah. loss. So is it, like, that first one, it's like, whoa. And then by the third one, are you just, like, I'm used to this? Or is it still, like, yeah. every single yeah. time? For me – and this can be different with, like we've said so many times, it can be different for everyone. For me, it was like that first loss was, whoa, like he, he's gone. Well, he didn't live with us. So it was more like, like he's a close family member. So you're mm -hmm. like, wow, he's really gone. He, w he was supposed to, then you start thinking about their life, what they were supposed to start yeah. doing. Mm -hmm. He was making plans to come move with us. He wanted to get married. Yeah. You know what, what his plans were. Then um, the second person who passed was actually that person's mother and she passed from cancer and mm -hmm. we were sitting back and thinking and she's like she just had her she just got diagnosed with cancer and then her son passed away and she's like I can't feel the pain yeah. of cancer I can't you know it's not getting to me mm -hmm. and then we're like now she's gone and my mom was very close to her yeah. because she was um, doing all the appointments and everything so obviously I had to get a sense of like now it's your turn to be a leader mom's yeah, down yeah so then you build another wall mm -hmm. this is with my personal situation so then I would be more hands-on with the kids help them get ready yeah. you know get them ready for school mm -hmm. I personally didn't go to school for I didn't go for a week when I had the first person pass away but mm -hmm. I didn't cry that was a big thing but then when I went to school I just walked in and I saw a teacher and I just teared up yeah wow but that was it for mm -hmm. me thank you yeah and then the yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, for that was that. really good. You're Thank very you for that. for that. Absolutely. And I just love how you know that first time it's so shocking, but mm -hmm. you took on that leader leader position, yeah. seeing what your mom's going through and knowing that you can still make an impact. Absolutely. And impact your mom. That's yeah. like wonderful. Yeah. Even now I'm sitting here crying and I'm laughing at it because I know I said <laughs> yeah. at the meeting I was like, listen, you guys, I am a crybaby. <laughs> I was. Too. Yeah. Me too. Like I can see you tearing up, but I hate crying in front of yeah. people. 
So see that that yeah. makes you strong, mm-hmm. being vulnerable, yeah. and that's that's exactly what loss is about. That Absolutely. we can all be vulnerable together, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what builds community. That's yeah. what moves people yeah. to make a change, feel heard. And once again, I think it goes back to like kind of breaking down um, barriers within barriers within yourself because. Um, you know, knowing Dara and even knowing some things that you've said, it's probably, I think yeah. for all of us, even I can tell me if I'm wrong, can speak for everyone at this table. It's probably difficult for us to show our emotions because knowing you guys, especially knowing Dara and Calvin for so long, um, you guys just are such strong and like confident individuals. And those are, that's the words I think of when I think of you guys. So being able to cry and being able to be emotional and being able to show that within this podcast and other aspects of life, I think, is very strong, and it's it, it's a different feeling. You know, I remember when um, that situation happened once again when I was younger, um, and I had to be like, you know what, it's okay to cry, it's okay to be emotional, it's okay to um, show your emotions, you're not a weak individual, and I think, once again, going back to the cultura, cultural and stigma of that, you know, sadly, through a lot of cultures, a lot of families, uh, emotions are seen as, like, a weak... Um, feeling and like a weak part of you and in reality it's not you're I, I think people um who are able to cry and able to show that and that's something that Dara's been able to teach me is you're strong you're a very strong individual and that's very important to show that side of you I could not agree more um growing up and as a kid I guess mm-hmm. I was very much you know emotionally intelligent and yeah. I was a crybaby and stuff and obviously that's okay but mm-hmm culture and community and where I grew up yeah obviously that wasn't you know the social norm it's not accepted yeah it's not it really wasn't accepted yeah and I had to train myself to become this very cold individual Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I still sometimes deal with now it's just being like cold Mm -hmm. and you know like really fighting my feelings and Mm -hmm. it's taking me I feel like I've been working on this for a very long time and I I have gotten a lot better of like opening up to people Mm -hmm. and being vulnerable and I found strength in that which has Mm -hmm. happened I want to say about one or two years ago very recently Mm -hmm. is you know learning strength and vulnerability like you said and knowing that you know because it's hard to share things Mm -hmm. that is what makes you strong yeah being able to share them and Mm -hmm. and push through that you know yeah would you say that like quarantining and like being at home has helped you like self-reflect on that that is a very good question (laughs) give me a second to think about it okay because can i i'll bounce off that because like for me it was maybe i didn't acknowledge the loss as much before Mm -hmm. or seeing my mom at a lower point yeah but then when you have time to yourself and you have nothing to do and you're bored and you get with your thoughts that's Mm -hmm. what people say when you're bored and you know you're lonely you get with your thoughts yeah you kind of yeah it's dangerous (laughs) because you go into like an emotional like a change because you want to continue to build on like okay why did I deal with it like that like I do that all the time I self-reflect on things that I've done in elementary school like the way I said something to a teacher (laughs) like oh yeah Yeah. so when I'm alone that's what I got into but Mm -hmm. during you know quarantining being home uh, I tended to like to be more by myself Mm -hmm. in a sense but when I needed I knew I had people downstairs like there's like seven people downstairs to come talk to Mm -hmm. but just having that self-reflection and kind of seeing and learning off okay that's the type of griever you are you know you kind of like you put up a front until someone shows like the tiniest Mm -hmm. bit of like hey are you okay and then you have balls yeah that question gets me every time yes are you okay yeah you mean no yeah (laughs) (laughs) but calvin what you just said was i think really important um 
talking about being able to let your guard down with other people, um, I think it's also extremely difficult to when someone who you lost um, and that was your person to be able to like talk to yeah. about these issues and these problems and then they're gone. Um, and I think that can also go for like many different relationships and aspects. I think um, intimate relationships with a boyfriend or girlfriend, a parent who's passed away, so many different situations with that and like um, being able to open up to those people and they're not there anymore I think is such a hard situation to go through and I, that's something I've definitely experienced but I think with that it, it makes you say okay like this person isn't there anymore I can't speak to them about what's going on with me but it's important to know that like I can do that with this person then I can do it with anyone else that I feel comfortable right, with yeah. and I think that's really important. And what that's reminding me of just like you're, you open up to someone and they're not there anymore yeah. it's like widows you know yeah. you are yeah sharing your life experience mm-hmm. with an individual that you love so much Absolutely. and then they're not there anymore. So mm-hmm. it's like understanding that you still need to build a community and like rise from the ashes mm-hmm. of yeah. despair. Like the Phoenix, <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's not funny at all. But literally and just find, just build your own community back yeah. up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even if like, let's say that person was and you feel completely alone or you can't talk to like a close family member or friend because of the situation mm-hmm. just knowing that you can find comfort in literally like talking to a coffee barista like just yeah. having yeah. talking to yourself yeah. Yeah. Like, spending time with yourself or journaling yeah like journaling journaling journaling, yeah. journaling, mm-hmm. journaling. oh my goodness <laughs> I, one time I sat at Post Coffee and I was writing I wrote 17 pages of just wow. journaling yeah. Yeah. At, all at once mm-hmm. and it's just that's my form of self-expression and I think mm-hmm. that's what people need. So yeah. I think something that anyone and everyone who's experiencing loss needs to ask them themselves, 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 themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who are your people? Who's yeah. your community? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you turning to? Who or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether that be journaling, mm-hmm. whether that be... Or your dog. And if you don't, and I feel like this is a big thing, um, if you don't have close friends or close, or you feel like you don't, I, yeah. I definitely would say strive, strive for that. Strive to go find that because... You know, me, I think I am very blessed that I've had a really, have and had a really, really good friend groups throughout my life. And I think that's so important. And, um, you know, I feel like um, as we get older, life kind of hits you. And it's like so many, I feel like friends and I, especially for women, kind of come to the bottom of the tone pole for us. And I think... um, Find the people that you love. Find the people that you can be close with. And that doesn't just have to be a friend. It can be a mom and dad or whoever. Um, because it's cool to sit back here and talk to yourself and talk about your issues with yourself and, you know, dissect. But at the end of the day, I think it's also really important and even more impactful to go find someone else who has a different opinion and a different perspective. Especially when you've been... I'm sorry. Especially when you've been, uh, like, you were just saying, you're at a situation where you feel like or you really, truly believe that... I do not have someone I could talk to. Mm-hmm. Now that you've been at a point in life where you're like, hey, you know, like, I wish I had this right now, you should, that's like the other door. One door closes, the other door opens. This is your mm-hmm. other door opening. You need to go Absolutely. be able to try, try. You don't, not everyone's going to work. Don't think like the first person you mm-hmm. look at, you're going to like spill your whole life guts exactly. to and everything. Exactly. But you can work towards a relationship like that so you know later on when this does happen you know i've built a relationship to mm-hmm. where i can talk to mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. yeah yes um snowballs are dangerous y'all like <laughs> do not let your feelings snowball up do not let them fester do absolutely not let them it, yes up. it is it's yes. extremely not a fun experience. dangerous i know this from personal experience mm-hmm. i've dealt with this for years it, do not deadly. let yeah. it is deadly truly yeah, just don't, don't. It's never worth exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. and it's it's so important to remember that dealing with loss, dealing with your emotions, is not just 
a female thing. It's, it's absolutely it's a, not. It's a human, everyone thing. It's not even a human yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even a male animal is not a thing. This is just an experience of being able to experience things. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. I like almost live every living creature. Yes, yeah. It's yeah. so important also to remember that there's not a way to deal with your emotions. Mm -hmm. Never let anyone mm -hmm. tell you how to express yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. There's no expectations when it comes to dealing with loss, dealing yeah. with grief, but there is an expectation to express yourself. And I, and I will situations. say this that, you know, since we're talking about talking to people about uh, what's going on with us you know there's so many hotlines and so many places that you can go to ls cares has like amazing amazing opportunities to sit down and discuss with people um you know call people on the phone there's so many hotlines for issue issues and situations that you may be going through um you know i think therapy i, I firmly believe in therapy i think that mm -hmm. i know that's not always accessible for people but i definitely think that you know if you're capable of affording that and doing that i absolutely say you know go do that go talk to someone especially if you don't feel like you can talk to anyone that's maybe in your circle at this moment right and i feel like a lot of times when dealing with these issues it's easier said than done because mm -hmm. I'm thinking about if I were to deal with such a great loss tomorrow. And you know, mm -hmm. that's possible. That's yeah, possible. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like in those moments, those first couple of even minutes after, seconds after, days after, mm -hmm. you, you're going to want to feel sheltered. Some people may want to feel sheltered. I know yeah. myself, I need to step back, mm -hmm. take a few days yeah. to myself to self-reflect on um, the circumstances, mm -hmm. you know? So it's not like tomorrow you need to be up here creating an organization for no. yeah. this situation or that go building up the memorial yes, or something yeah but it's just about actually dealing with your emotions mm -hmm. and not just setting them aside and then years later you're having such bad issues with all of your other relationships because mm -hmm. you let a circumstance tear you down absolutely yeah. absolutely yes there as a final word to you guys there's no timeline there's mm -hmm. no sort of book you're supposed to read yeah. there is no whatever stages of grief mm -hmm. it is your experience this is your grief Absolutely. this is your loss you know don't feel any certain type of way that you have to feel or be better by this amount of time or anything mm -hmm. you know this is truly about that personal experience you yes know? and your experience with that person you mm -hmm. know so yeah, the one thing that I could think of that I would want everyone to know or relate to is just know you're not alone. Like, this isn't just Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Or Absolutely. even if it's for that person or just in general, you're not the only one dealing or mm -hmm. that has dealt mm -hmm. with loss. Go mm -hmm. to someone that maybe has. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, guess, I guess for, you know, that's really cool. My kind of word, advice, a word of advice would be to really just sit down with yourself and talk to yourself and say like what's going on with introspection yeah. Yeah. yeah because i feel like once again life is moving so fast life is moving so quickly you know you have to sit down with yourself sometimes and kind of say like what's going on with me yes yes you are not alone absolutely you period are mm -hmm. not alone yeah when it comes to loss and grief it's something that we all deal with at mm -hmm. the end of the day it's something that it's inevitable, just like yeah. death. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it can build us up, mm -hmm. make our community stronger, make us feel heard, yeah. feel loved. Mm -hmm. What we're doing right now is amazing. Even this, even right yeah. now, having this conversation. I have more conversations at home. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Conversations yes. need to continue. Yes. Conversations need to continue. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the individual um, in our community that passed, our hearts go out to each and every person yes. who was impacted by that. Mm -hmm. Each and every person who knew that fellow, yeah. that individual. Mm -hmm. But yeah. thank you guys so much. For <laughs> Thanks, listening. everyone.
I think Thank this you. was such a great conversation talking about loss, how we deal with loss, what it means to us, mm-hmm. how we can bounce back, yeah. rise from the ashes, yeah. and be our best selves. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It's Dara, Devin, Aaliyah, and Calvin. And this is I Can Relate. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. The I Can Relate podcast is made possible by a private donation in the generosity of Lee Summit Cares. Lee Summit Cares is a nonprofit coalition that seeks to mobilize community partners to develop a culture of physical and mental wellness for Lee Summit youth and families that inspires positive, healthy choices. For more information about Lee Summit Cares, visit lscares.org. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or most any of your favorite podcast apps. You can also find us at icanrelate.fredcast.com. I Can Relate is a production of Fredcast. Think, speak, act.